Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by the greatest state in the world, state of Michigan. Yay! Yay! And where we have everybody from uh, from Alabama crying because they suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said Alabama. You hear Billy's three-eyed monsters? I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> My buddy here, Ronnie, is here with me. Hey, Dre. How you doing, man? Pretty good. It's good. been a long week for me. Yeah, so I heard. Yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. So... I guess it's going to be a kind of serious podcast because I want people to understand that I just don't talk about sports or people being with uh, having a disability. I mean, we all have people that pass away or who are given birth mm-hmm. out of the birth canal, really painful. But you know what's almost as painful? What's that? Is uh, seeing a family member pass away. Oh, jeez. So... Long story short, my dad had cancer for four years, leukemia. Uh, no one really knows how he got leukemia, leukemia, but most likely the the source of leukemia was probably the muckfields. Right, okay. And the muckfields, when he used to work as a 10 or 13-year-old, okay. there's probably a lot of pesticides and all that stuff that True. they yeah, used. That be. Yeah, yeah. It's speculation. I don't really know. I mean, I can't really tell you the truth about anything like that. But saying that, you know, there's a couple other people that my dad grew up with that came up, came down with with leukemia and passed away Ah, a couple years before he died. Ah, So that was, you're assuming that's probably why he passed also because he had friends with that. Yeah. But of course. Right. I don't know what's a, I guess they tell me it's a bone disease. Bone disease? Okay. It's bone marrow. That's how they test okay. it. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if this, yeah, you can run through the blood to it, but I know one thing that my dad smoked about for 35 years. Yeah. That's not good. So, I mean, surprisingly, he didn't get lung cancer or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what to express or think, you know. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to die like three months after he was diagnosed with it. Really? So for the that fact long. that, yeah. And so That's the great. That's a, I'm glad you lived longer. That's a good thing. Well, it, it is. You know, it's yeah. funny is that my mom was alive still, and she passed away like three years ago. Mm-hmm. But when my, when my mom told me, or our mom, my family's mom, okay. uh, told <coughs> us about our or expressed her thoughts and feelings about my father's uh, leukemia. Mm-hmm. She was this kind of like bitter end personality because my parents, right. my parents broke up and they didn't break up the, the good way. They broke up by things that shouldn't have ever, ever happened in a certain way. Okay. okay. Um, so I think in some way she was kind of happy that he had cancer because he's the one that left her. Oh, okay. So I think by having him that have that, he was. She was hoping that the family would bound back to her. Okay. Which I remember that quite, quite well. I don't think she really wanted him to die, but she wanted like some revenge. Oh, like it. a payback kind of. Yeah, payback you left me, so you deserve every bit of this. Is that basically what you're what you're saying? Like, okay. I yeah. See. Yeah. All right. But 
you know, my siblings, my siblings didn't really like the idea of what happened. And I was quite shocked yeah. that, well, well, that sure, my dad yeah, got I caught can. with okay. infidelity. Okay. And I don't know if it's emotional infidelity or physical infidelity. Oh, okay, okay. But, but it, was, it was something that, that our family never really had divorces in our family. Right, yeah. Just my grandparents. Exactly. My grandparents <clears throat> stayed together. Okay. You know, my mom's side, I think they always really loved each other. But they never really cheated on each other at all, because okay, it was not right. in their hemisphere to do that. Right. My father's parents, my grandfather, he was kind of a, and you know, he was the kind of the guy that would try to. You know, I wouldn't say, I don't know if he really did cheat on grandma or not. Right. But there's but stories of it. Okay, so yeah, I yeah I I had a grandfather similar to that. He's kind of a reachy grabby with the waitresses, the young waitresses. And yeah, he never really fooled around there, but he was just kind of one of those old guys that would just kind of, hey, honey, how you doing? And pinch your butt or whatever. You know? Oh, it's yeah. one of those things. But yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, you know, and a lot of times people would say that infidelity kind of runs in the family because okay. if one parent right. does it, the other parent will, or the child will grow up to be like, oh, that's normal. Or oh, right. If yeah, he did it, it's okay for yeah, me to do okay. it. Yeah. But we didn't talk to my father for like two years. I don't really think I really talked to him at all. Wow. He wrote us a letter separately, all these letters. My dad always had a capital. He capitalized all his letters. Okay. So every letter of the notes were Mm -hmm. capitalized, and that's how you knew it was his signature. My brother does that same thing too. Does he? It doesn't matter if it's the first name or last name or just a word like with the okay. e or whatever all these letters are capitalized mm-hmm. but i remember remember that he he was telling us like he's so disappointed in himself he he hopes that we support mom okay for everything that she can do you know uh-huh. so on and so forth and and it was like he was trying to reach out in that way of his apology because no okay. one was really right. to talk to him Okay. They and and it was it was a very it was a really weird thing because even though that my parents tried to make it work, yeah, he was not into it at all. Okay. But I think a lot of people don't realize that that my mother had some um, personality where she wants everything center attention. Mm-hmm. So everything is about her. Okay. And she became really mean and bitter about life. Ah. So if it wasn't about her or having kids who were like five or four or three years old, Mm -hmm. and they were all becoming teenagers, she couldn't relate to that. She Uh, couldn't. Right. It was weird. It was like she (coughs) lost interest as being a mother. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say that. Not losing interest. Just. I would say losing. Um. The cap- capability of being a mother. Okay. C- can more controlling you, like when you were little, she, you'd listen to her. What? She I had more, you know, control over you. I, you know. I don't you know if it's control. I think it was the fact that. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if it's control. I would okay. say it was more like she had the. Uh, she. She liked little 
kids because they were cute and adorable. Oh, right. And stuff so, like okay. that. But as we got older, yeah, it was difficult for her to so she did to associate with oh. older kids, right. teenage she, kids, she and adults. Like the teenage years, basically. She's more like the like the years when you're younger. And you used to manage, you know, you're a little kid. And when you change, you get to teenager, it changes. So, yeah, I could see that. But yeah, a lot. I see where she. Yeah, it was. It was. Interesting w- in a way. Yeah. Well, she, she was really kind of mean to her s- siblings. Oh, okay. And mean to other people in the family. Ah. And would talk rumors or talk behind someone's back in oh, front geez. of them while they're standing there or sitting there. Oh, wow. So it was really weird. It was just that energy that a lot of people didn't see. From my mother because she's, she would be really nice to other people that she's not related right. to. Okay. So if she's really nice to you, because mm-hmm. she has nothing to gain from you or nothing to lose from you. Okay. So it was to for her it was very natural for her to be that way with complete strangers, be really okay. nice. But with her family, it was yeah. very hot. It became really hostile. And okay. my dad, he's not really he was not really a complete alpha male. Like, he didn't have that oomph about, you need to respect me. Do not talk back to me like that. Right. You're my wife. Not like that. But okay. it was a good thing that he wasn't like that. Yeah. Because right. it kind of showed us, to me, uh, for me at least, that you don't have to walk around all macho and being a tough guy. No. Just because someone's treating you like dirt. You just kind of, okay. we kind of just accepted her Yeah. energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then we wouldn't hang out with her, or she wouldn't refuse to hang out with us. So you you kind of put up with it, in other words. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, see that. so it was it was weird to see my parents, who are Christian reform, yeah, totally totally separate, okay. totally like go along their <coughs> own different ways. Mm-hmm. So my dad was always a very positive energy, uh, family guy that wanted us kids to be productive he's really supporting of all, all my sisters colleges good, good that's great he was supporting my brother's mm-hmm. uh choice to work at fox brothers okay that became then he became the manager at fox brother and then he became the head guy at another uh, construction company okay yeah which i'm not going to call that i'm not going to name that company because no. i really don't want my i don't know if my brother really wants people to know who sure yeah, who I'm talking yeah. about? Right. I, I don't want because a lot of times, the stuff when people die is right, right, it's very, okay, uh, serious to them and it's very private, right. And my sister, God bless her, mm-hmm. she's still so upset with my father okay. about how that shindig went down. Right. So yeah, basically That's he got caught. He took a nap. Yeah. He takes naps a lot during okay. the day. Right after school, he's a okay. school teacher. He was a school right. teacher, okay. and basically, he had a cell phone. My parents are not tech savvy people. No, no I'm not. Even this is like in 2010. People. Yeah. So That's Nextel yeah. and yeah and Sprint and uh, Verizon were just becoming the it thing. My parents didn't have cell phones, so this other woman bought my dad a cell phone. Okay. And these. Flip phones were just cheap and dirt. Yeah, right. I remember those, yeah. So he fell asleep. The phone fell out. My mom's, she's in her room doing her right. thing. Comes out. My dad's on the couch. Sees a phone. Takes the phone. Go to the gas station. 
There's only one phone number. Yeah. She calls it up, and the other lady's on the phone. On the phone oh, line. Oh no! Wow. So it was really. It was like. So that's how he got caught. Yeah. Oh, I see. But the thing is about it is like he, like my brother would tell you, he acts like a, a, college kid or high school kid. Okay. Just get it over with. If you really don't like somebody. Yeah. Follow. At least go to marriage council or counseling or right. do that okay. first, and then if it doesn't work out, divorce. And that's what really probably pissed so off my brother the most, the fact that my father, his hero. Yeah. My brother and I are a little different. My heroes are more like guys yeah, like historical Ron- things like Benjamin Franklin and no, no, well, more like oh. Hamilton and Washington, okay, yeah, and Elvis, right. and all that. Yeah. But my father was not always my biggest hero. And I think did that a lot of that do with the infidelity. No, did no, no, no. It had nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. It had to do with right. the fact that my dad was my teacher. Okay. So he right. would, he was my father <coughs> and teacher. Okay. So when I would come home, yeah, he was always there helping me do homework. Okay. I, I had to get take extra classes right. for speech impairment or speech or reading and all that. So it became like a constant work theme with my father. Right. Okay. Instead of having him as my father i felt like he was my father and my mm-hmm. teacher at the same time okay and that kind of drove me away from him a little bit because like yeah i can't be around somebody all the time yeah that is my teacher and my father yeah. but the one thing that we connected with it was sports so oh, he loves sure. the pistons my god he's like yeah. the biggest detroit piston fan so yeah. i got into sports i got into basketball and baseball he's the one that actually got me into little league baseball he was yeah. my head he, he was my coach because okay. I was disabled and I can't really hit. I didn't really have yeah. great eye-hand coordination. No. So a lot of times, a lot of people don't realize that because I didn't have a eye, good eye-hand coordination, I can't yeah. really play any type of game, any type of baseball or anything. Right. So and no other team out there in the little league wanted me because mm-hmm. if I'm going to strike out seven out of right. nine out of ten times, okay. and little league back then isn't as comp- in the '80s. Little League was just becoming competitive for little kids. And by the time I, my nephew got into Little League, they have travel leagues. Right. They sign up on a team to go around to different parts of the states, Michigan, oh, okay. Illinois, yep. and all that, and they sign up. And they, mm-hmm. It costs a lot of money to do that, which is crazy to think about that. So... So that was my father. That's how I saw him as. Okay. He's always the guy. He was always constant supporting me in ba- sports. But then he yeah, was always good. the guy that yeah. was always my teacher. Right. Which to me is like, oh. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I kind of drove myself into my heroism, like Elvis. Right. And people who were like famous. Because mm-hmm. they had fun. Elvis had fun. Elvis was a rock star. Even though he right. was a rock star in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Or Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. those guys were my heroes because they were having fun. And my dad, at the time of my age, was not fun. Right. So okay. that's okay. weird how did that how that um. goes. With my brother, it's like my father was his hero. He taught him everything that he knows now about how to be a man, a father, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And in a most of the time, a 99% a good husband. Okay. Besides that, one incident when he 
Yeah, um, I was going to ask you a question. Did, um, had this infidelity been going on since they were married, or has this happened later on? No, this I mean, is when, later when on. Were, were you, you weren't aware of it at the time that was going on, correct? I mean, no, you, I didn't. You, you, he told you, and you found out, and you're like, you're all just like, <gasps> no. Right? Is that so? Uh, what happened was that we play poker almost every weekend. Okay. No, I'm sorry. At least once a month. Right. Back in the early 2000s. Okay. Between like 2003 to 2013 or 14 right. or whatever, whatever year that was, that he did it. Okay. And we go there almost every. Friday or Saturday night. It was every Friday night with my uncles. All right. I had two uncles yeah. who played poker. And then it was my father. Okay. And there was me and, me, and, me and my brother. Okay. And occasionally my sister would come and play. Oh, okay. Because she would have nothing to do, which was, I thought was kind of funny. All right. So she was there. But it was weird. It's like, so one day in November, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, he basically, my brother comes, calls me up. Hey, are you home? Like, yeah, yeah. And like, hey, and I asked him, hey, when are we going to set up a poker night? Yeah. Are we going to do that this Friday? Okay. And no, no one answered about it. No one. He didn't answer over the phone. Oh wow. So he okay. came over while I'm eating. He's like, you need to finish that first before I tell you anything. And oh, says, okay. and I said, what's going on? Well, Dad. Is having a an affair outside of marriage? Like what? I didn't believe it. Cause right, I yeah, couldn't okay. see my father doing that because mm-hmm. he didn't have that. He didn't have that set of mind of a per, of a guy that would go down the street and look at a girl. Well, that girl's got a nice ass. So that girl's got okay. she's pretty. Or she's right. Or she's like, oh, mm-hmm. she's a looker. He wasn't that. He wasn't that guy. All right. Like you know how some okay. fathers will be around their sons. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Look at oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I, yeah, I, yeah, tight yeah, ass. Yeah. My stepfather and I used to do all the time. Yeah. yeah so my kind of dad didn't around, do that. Being, yeah. Okay. All right, right. So when that happened, you're like, it was, oh it was right. My uncle was really, really mad about it. Oh, wow. He was really yeah. upset because my uncle was really upset because that, my uncle was also, my dad was his hero. Okay. Oh, Which I really don't yeah. understand why it, he was his hero. It should have been his own father. It, right, yeah. But okay, because sure. my uncle was so young when my dad got into their their lives, my uncle okay. was like eight, ten years old oh, when okay. he started to date my mother. <clears throat> right. So he, my uncle, never got married. He had really false expect uh, expectations of what women should be. Yeah. Like they were supposed to be perfect. Right. And he was turning about thirty five, forty years old. Okay. And I don't even think he. Maybe he had a couple of shindings back in her early 20s when he was in his only 20s. Oh, but okay. he was never, he just didn't have the confidence to, either he didn't have the confidence to go up to a girl and say, hey, I want your name, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let's go on a date. Right. But he was a good looking kid or yeah, guy. Okay. So to me, it didn't make any right. sense. And it really didn't make sense to me why he was such a, my father's biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. But my, I could see how my brother felt that way. No, I can see that. It's kind of it's it's a shocking thing, and you're kind of upset because he's been screwing around in your mom, and you're like, yeah, you're not. It's like, wow. Um, now, I'm sure that was quite the game changer. I think every it, once shit hit the fan, I'm thinking that it's probably a lot of things changed after that. I mean, well, I mean, the cottage was your brothers and sisters and your siblings well, had a different outlook, and everybody's angry and shocked, and you know, I mean. Well, one thing I noticed is this: like, 
we kind of knew our parents didn't like each other. Oh, okay. But right. we always went up to the cottage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like mandatory to go to the cottage. Okay. Almost every weekend. Okay. Every weekend. Some farmer shape. Okay. We just went up there <coughs> almost every weekend in the weekend in, in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I think my parents che- my parents separating broke the camel's back. Oh. Okay, so then sure. that made it clear to my brother, like, well, I'm not coming up here ever again because they always fight anyways. And yeah, now that they're s- separated, yeah. I don't want you to sit around here anymore. Listen to us fight. So there's yeah. no sense in him coming up. Okay, gotcha. S- but I think right. my <coughs> sister, Casey, and Chelsea, who I think they were hypothetically closer to my dad anyways. Okay. They were really just shocked. My dad told them where he was staying. He ended up staying with his now wife, the girl, the oh. lady that he cheated with. Okay. Which, to me, I think that was a big no-no. Oh, because sure. I can see that. Because yeah. you should right. have to... You sh- I just don't think that you should... Like, if you cheat on somebody and your wife... If you cheat on your spouse yeah. and then you move into that other person's house. Yeah. And then you say, I'm going to try to work it out with your mother or your father. Yeah, right. And you still live at that person's house that you cheated with. Yeah. It's not really working it out. So what you're saying is if he had separated from this new gal and tried to make it better with your mom, try to fix things up, then you would probably would have respected him better for that. Is yeah, that I think exactly. Okay, and then gotcha. I think that's what yeah. my other sister uh, had I see. a problem okay. with. Right. Okay. No, and I see that. But I, I tell my <laughs> sister, I'm going to call, I'm going to go about, I have one brother and three sisters, and my brother is number, he's only one, the only brother I have, so I would call him brother number one. Okay. And then my two sisters, my oldest sister, who's younger than me, yeah. so I'm the oldest, call her uh, sister number one. Okay. She had an affinity. She had two kids out of the wedlock. Okay. And <coughs> my dad let them have it. Okay. Let her have it. Right. So along with my mom, like, why would you ha- get become get pregnant before marriage? Yeah. Or not even dating a guy. Mm-hmm. So my oldest niece is like 22 years old, 21 okay. years old. Right. And my parents were supporting of my sister. Okay. And then about a couple of years later, about, no, about five years later, she meets her now husband, but mm-hmm. they go into a little hanky-panky and then they out of the wedlock. So it's okay. now this is kid number two for my sister ah. who is now out of the wedlock. Okay. But now they're married. Now they have five kids. Okay. Total of six for my sister, right. number one. And she is really disturbed. She's still not able to forgive my dad for what it was. I'm like, yeah, you do understand. Dad, well, yeah, first of all, you do understand that you are the one that also had uh, kids out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And I get it that you're upset that dad did something to mom. Sure. But you pretending that mom did not have that narcissistic attitude towards us uh, and yeah. to Doug. Right. Okay. But not to say that he was any better or just not he should never cheat anyways. Correct. But yeah. But I'm like, you do understand that you and I are both adopted. Mm-hmm. So both of our parents abandoned us. Oh, wow. One way or another. Oh, okay. So we okay. both were in an orphanage. Okay. Or whatever it was. Yeah. So you do understand that you're not really up. I kind of explained to her, there's no way that you can be that upset about mom and dad. Right. You're more upset the fact that you were now being a, 
lied to and abandoned again. Ah, gotcha. Okay. But to by diff- two different people. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because my sister, number two, right, she's the one who thanked me at the funeral for reaching out to dad and getting connect, connecting with him and connecting with his now wife. Right. Okay. And she kind of said that I was the, the bridge that connected okay, the yeah. family back together. Ah, I see. Okay. Good. But, That's but with my mother, she died like three years ago. Uh, in December. <coughs> right. December 17, actually. Oh. Oh, three years ago. Okay. But she, it was never the same with her, with all of us. Right. It was very difficult for us to connect with her because of her personality. Sure. That's understandable. So, so our connection with her wasn't that always great. Even sister number one had problems with her. Ah, okay. Even more than she had with, with our father. Okay. But for some reason they reconnected. Okay. And I think my sister kind of forgave my mother for her really mean attitude Ah, towards her and her husband. I see. And she kind of let it go, which my father apologized to my sister and to her husband for acting a complete idiot because they did, they, they had a kid out of the wedlock. But he would tell you that it was because of my parents or my mom's attitude to tell him how to act. Ah, okay. I don't, I don't know if really domestic arguments and fights like that, Mm -hmm. but, but I feel like, I feel like as you get older, you realize that your parents are not, your parents are not perfect. No, no, they're not. So you have to understand, like I can't, you know, I tell people, yeah, my parents weren't perfect. They just were just people. Yeah. They were people that didn't really enjoy time together as they got older. Right. They t- totally okay. became two different people. Ah. And that's what happens to a lot of people that get married. Yeah. That you marry someone in your 20s yeah. or your 30s, and then you had the same ideas. Right. And as you get older, your yeah. life is spinning out of control yeah. because you yeah. got kids and all that. And then when you guys get together, you're two different people. You have diff- two different interests. Right. And I think that a lot of times it's more like attitudes towards their own right. wants so and needs. you're saying that, they, that after everything was said and done, it, it, do, it did change a little for the better, right? I mean, there's still well, it did people that were upset, but still they're upset, but they kind of forgave your dad, in, in other words. Just said, let's move on. Is that what you're... Well, it moved on. It moved on because it moved on somewhat because I connected with uh-huh. my father. Okay, right. And I okay. said, "Hold okay. on, let me meet her." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And you know, I remember meeting her for the first time. She laughs loud. She has this weird smile laugh when she's okay. nervous about something that's nothing wrong. Oh, you know, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Which I thought it was to me oh, it was yeah. a little annoying. And yeah. she was like, 
Oh, how you doing, Andre? You must hate me. <laughs> I broke up oh, your parents' marriage. <laughs> Being real sarcastic. That no, it wasn't that, like sarcastic. It was really like oh, I mean, she was really insecure oh. in a way that it was like, yeah, yeah, kind of did, but you, I, don't, I don't know how to respond. Uh, and it was okay, so weird yeah, because, yeah. you know, it was weird because you see your dad happy and not nervous. Yeah. And it's weird because yeah, yeah, it's not its normal self in the in the what is right. Well, yeah, but of course okay. it was never yeah. ner- because yeah. our normal self was, yeah. you know, father was just kind of like existence, but not happy. Right. But he would never show it. Ah, okay. one thing about okay. him. Yeah. One thing about my father, like he never complained. Right. Even even though even through leukemia, he never complained. Wow. And a lot of times, most people don't understand that. Like that's. Yeah, probably is, so. that's probably wow. his biggest asset right there. He was never a complainer. He just kind of like trucked really? on and did oh, his thing okay. and okay. and everything else with it. So when I reached out, I told the rest of the family, my sisters, kind of asked me what's going on and like how is she like. I don't know. She's just like another. To me, I think women come and go. Yeah, like f- like uh, like seasons. Yeah, for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I never really had a consistent relationship with a woman that's been there from the from the time I was right. young yeah. until the uh-huh. time she she got old and died. Mm-hmm. I was my relationship with women is much more like inconsistent. They come, right. they enjoy your they company yeah. for a minute or two, yeah. or you enjoy their company, yeah. or you yeah. know them a little bit, yeah. and then they kind of, then they leave yeah. or they disappear. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. That's kind of my relationship with the women. Okay. So last night, why people that want, don't understand why I'm always single, mm-hmm. but but my my father was just happy. Oh, that's good. I mean, but it was like so weird. It was it was it was weird to see a guy that that was not nervous. Yeah. So he changed that. That well, part there is what changed him in your. Well, your yeah, he was a yeah, he was a good guy. I mean, yeah. Oh, sure. So my sister's my sister number two. She loves my dad. Right. My dad's okay. a really good inspiration to my sister number two. Okay. Very good at communicating with her, encouraging right. her out of the college okay. and education. Because hmm. she became a teacher right. herself. So, yeah. So, he's he's probably pretty proud there. He sounds like he was really elated about that. You know, yeah. Being the teacher and stuff like him. And, you know. So, yeah. That's. that's so, so, my sister, she had a cooking contest with him. Okay. Who, whose food tastes better, which okay. is something that's kind of a riot. Yeah. Oh, that's and then my assistant number three, she connected with my father in her own way about kids and and being around the family. Cause okay. they're, my assistant number three is much more like a f- f- farmer. Mm-hmm. She has chickens. She has... Okay, cool. She grows... Pork or pigs, and then okay. they butcher them in the end of the season. Okay. Same thing with yeah. chickens. Okay. They let them grow for like a couple months, and then they, they take it to the to the meat factory and cut okay. them up. But she connected with them, so it was weird. Like they had a, I think we all had a better relationship with our mother. I mean, okay. our father than oh, oh, yeah, than our mother. Okay. It was weird, especially yeah. the girls. The girls had a better yeah. relationship. Okay. With him, 
besides my system number yeah, one. I've heard of that. A lot of people think it's a mother, but it can be different. Sometimes it can be the dad too. My system number her. one, she. I mean, like yeah. I said before, I think it didn't help the idea that she was in Iowa. Sure. Yeah. And she okay. never had opportunity to s- connect with them in a, that level. I see. Because she was never here, so she never got to go to birthday so parties, Christmas so parties. So when, when your dad did pass, did she come down from Iowa? She well, she moved she here a year oh, and, oh, and a half. Oh, she just moved I here see. like six months ago. Oh, so she's already family. here then. Yeah. Okay. 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 But yeah. even that, <coughs> but even that was enough time for her to to connect with dad, ah. with my father or our okay. father. She stopped saying my father, but our father. So it's in that way, it was. E- that's I think that's the only downfall that for right. her, that okay. she didn't give herself time to, to see. My father or our father, the way that we all got to have him yeah, in our right, lives, yeah. she missed okay. out out an opportunity mm-hmm. because she wanted to hold grudges, her religious grudges right. on people. Mm-hmm. I think she was so mad at my father for being so hard on her, on her right. for her mistakes that uh, she couldn't let go of his mistakes. Sure. Okay, yeah. so it's a, more like a revenge. Like you can't forgive me when I was younger. I can never forgive you when. Now that you're that you're older, it's kind of one of those. Wow. I don't really think she actually thinks that way, mm-hmm. but I think subconsciously it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just That's don't it. know what you're angry yeah. about. Right. But the root of it is probably something like that. Like he, like he never understand. Like his father was a really like well balanced businessman. My okay. dad didn't want to do nothing with business. I'm like, right. Yeah. In my back of my mind, that's probably why I picked people like Elvis and political yeah. leaders yeah. to be my right. heroes because they went to, they they, they made to their money from entertainment. No, it's not. No, it's not so much that they would pursue their goals, oh, their oh, dreams. Okay. Oh, right. Sure. Okay. So my grandfather pursued his goals and his dreams. He learned how to fly. He learned. He was learning how to fly in a helicopter. A oh, helicopter. Cool. Oh, neat. He traveled a lot, mm-hmm. took the kids out to the West, camper, everything. Right. That was my grandfather. Okay. Him and my grandma went to India, picked up a oh, wow. big old rug okay. in India. They did a lot. So my grandfather was that guy. My father was not that guy. My father right, was. Yeah, totally different from what your, your grandfather was. And my father was okay. like, no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. He was very, almost very scared to. Okay. Because yeah. my, I guess there's a story that my grandfather was flying the airplane. Uh huh. It's a private plane. Right. That he bought. Yeah. And he okay. flies to yeah. the West Coast and the East okay. Coast yeah. or wherever he wanted to go. Okay. Yeah. He take the whole family. Oh, great. Yeah. So yeah, he flew my grandma, my, my, my two aunts, and my oh. father. Okay. Around the States. Okay. And when he, my father was six years old, he put my father in the chair of the airplane and said, all right, you got to fly. Dad was scared of shit, he told oh, me. Oh, yeah, I but would be too, sure. Yeah, but I'm like, you do know that he wasn't going to let you just. No, no, he's just. just I mean, if yeah. the plane starts dipping, he's yeah, not going to let you go like, oh, 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 you better fix it because I'm not helping you out. <laughs> right into the mountain or right into <laughs> right, the ground. Yeah. He wasn't right. going to let you do that. No. But he but wanted my father to experience life. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. Like he wanted, okay. like you should try new things because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. And life is. You shouldn't have to do the same thing over and over again. Right. Because it's not worth it. 
truth. Yeah. You want to be more excited. Flying would be one of those too that was more exciting and more. You know, I I was I had a chance to do flying myself years ago. My dad bought me a a uh, flight training thing with a logbook and everything. And it was paid for, and I never took advantage of it. I should have to take yeah. flying lessons. Just the your pre-flying lesson, your first starter one, and then if I decided I liked it. Then I would pursue it, but he got me started, and I kind of wish that I had uh, uh, did that, you know, because it's already bought and paid for. We just never did it, so I thought it was that was a cool gesture. But uh, looking back on it now, I think that would have been cool if I could fly, you know, because you can go anywhere you want, basically. Yeah, you know, I I really uh, feel like yeah. So that's but that's neat though. I'm glad he just you know with the pilot, and, you know, but your dad didn't pursue it. I get that. I mean, no, no, my thought about it, but you know. Well, you know, I think, and hypothetically, he was more like a mama's boy. Oh, okay. So he, whatever mm-hmm. grandma wanted to give t- to my father, okay, it was really important for her to do that for her, for him. Oh, okay. So maybe he's the youngest of the family. Maybe that's why it was the way it was. Mm-hmm. But moving on. After the whole champagne, he was, you know, I think, I think we just got closer to my father. It was just easier to get along with yeah. him. He was, he would, he was able to embrace our own faults and our, not our confidence. And I think that's what made him a better person for all of us. You think when he's got older, he changed his mind too? You think age had a little to do with it too? No, no. You think I, it was more emotion and family stuff that, that was the change was instead of. Is that what you're saying? No, no. My father was just, our father was just my able to, to adjust uh, okay. to our talents or our, to our weakness. Okay. Like he okay. knew what our weakness was. Right. But he didn't, he was not, like my dad could have been really pushy with me. Well, you should right. get married. You should get yeah. married. You should do this. You should do that. Right. Yeah. But I think my f- father kind of knew, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, he, 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 he just kind of got it. He's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, you're not uh, not the chop of the family. Right. Or the great-looking right. one or yeah. the talented one. Right. So he didn't push me to be better. I think even with school, he kind of figured that my schoolwork was not because I was a lazy bum. No, it was because it became difficult. Exactly, yeah. And I right. think he would have. I get you. I think that. I think one thing he would have done different is for myself in school. Right. He probably took a different way of teaching me math or science sure. in a different yeah. way. Yeah. So I didn't get behind. Yeah. I think that's probably the only yeah. thing he would actually do. Yeah. But he was never going like, oh, you're, how the hell you don't know this? This, How the hell you don't know this? Stop being so stupid. Mm-hmm. You should know this. Mm-hmm. It's easy. So and you know, I, I think it, it helped out that my dad was a father who uh, taught with school. With yeah, I was going to ask you that. Did that make a difference that he was a teacher already? So it well, made his job it was a good to teach you things. It was a good thing and a bad thing because okay. it was a good thing because he helped me do the homework, right? And he yes, knew my yes, weak spots, okay, sure. and then he okay. kind of got okay. I need more help. Yeah, but okay. it was also a bad thing because everything was always about school, school, school. Yeah. Like even his activities for fun was like math questions or reading questions and all this. Uh, okay. And even though I was the oldest, mm-hmm. 
I think my brother could have caught on to answers a lot faster than right. that. Well, actually, some my brother. My sister, number one, could catch on to the answers a lot faster than I could. She's, she's technically a lot smarter than I am when it comes down to arithmetic and ma- and reading and all this stuff right. or math. But yeah, that having a father that was always a teacher. Yeah, it's a good thing that he likes sports and he. Okay. It's a good thing that he had like sports and so that we could focus on something else. Right. Like a lot of times, in order for me to watch the Detroit Pistons, I had to do my homework. So you get your homework done, you can watch Pistons. Yeah, and, and he always knew I was that. Okay. And he always knew I was bullshit if I didn't get my homework done. Oh. So okay. what's up with your homework? Oh, I'm done. Show me your homework. Well, the game's on. Yeah. Well, show me your homework. Yeah. Show me your homework. Your your game's done. You'll be yeah. good. Yeah. Then you'll be all right. Yeah. Well, it's just good that he did that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the only thing he would have done different with me, is okay. trying to help me learn differently. Right. Reading differently and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But going on to the 40th minute, I'm going to try to wrap it up. I don't want to okay. make this over like an hour. But yeah. So he got he has cancer and he's about to, supposed to die like four and a half years ago. Right. Yep. He's still kicking <coughs> it until the very end. Okay. But, you know, it was it was a good... We just kind of grew, grew back together. It took my brother a couple of years longer yeah, sure. to actually yeah, get back in the circle of... of I, I guess that's of a good thing, though, isn't it? I mean, of you Christmas. Make up before he passed, you know. From I mean, you I didn't, yeah. With no loose ends. That's great. That's yeah. I'm glad to hear that. That's yeah, a good I, thing. I think that's with my great. sisters, they talk to their friends, mm-hmm. and they say, sometimes your stepmother and your stepparent are better than your real parent because... It's fresh and new and there's not yeah, a hostile right, yeah. environment. So both of them are, in some ways, in that perspective. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, you know, it was like, you know, I come from a broken family anyways. Yeah. So right. this is just another layer of broken family. Okay. But it didn't really bother me because it bothered me that my parents were separated, but mm-hmm. it was kind of relief for me because... Now I don't have to listen to mom and dad bickering, complaining. complaining. Okay. So, in a lot of, because I was so much older than my siblings, mm-hmm. and I saw the fighting all the time. I sometimes talked to my dad's side. Yeah, I can see that happening. But it was you, not you good do to do that, especially when I was 12 yeah. or 11 or 13 yeah. years old. We'd say that. that before my, my parents got divorced the first time. There was a fist fight, and that was between my stepbrother or my adopted brother and my, my brother. So it was kind of, you know, it sanctions. Um, you know, different sanctions of, of what having. But I remember that growing up too, so, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's it was weird to have parents like that. Yeah. It was weird to have parents who, no, it's not weird. It's just normal. Especially in America, we get mm-hmm. parents just divorced. Did you have any different outlook since you were adopted? You knew you were adopted. Did that make any difference to you growing up? I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, did it? Did it? Did it? Was it bad? Was it good? Was it better? No, it was they, probably that weren't your real parents. It you? was probably better because oh, okay. I didn't, even though I didn't know my birth parents, mm-hmm. I knew I was abandoned. Okay. Okay. Right. So it wasn't really. So it wasn't really important. Right. 
for me to like, oh no, my parents are getting divorced, and this is second my my second set of parents who are oh, going to yeah, leave me, yeah, right? Yeah, and who are just going? I was too old to worry about my parents leaving me. Okay, I was like okay. in my mid twenties when my parents divorced. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So it was it wasn't a big deal. I it mean, was a deal, big deal. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's the way age we were when my parents got divorced, and, and there was some friction about it. Yeah, yeah. I so yeah, I was in my mid twenties, okay, so sure. I can't. Yeah. Can't get right, like, oh no, my parents are getting divorced. Yeah, no. what are my friends going to say? Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. It, it that would have been more intense if you were much younger. But I remember I I, I thought of it differently than I would have if I was a little kid. You know. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that's sir. so. If you're an adult, you can handle it better. I mean, it's not a good thing, but it's not a. You don't make a. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. So the I think the only regret I have. Is watching my dad die. Yeah, okay. that couldn't. That that's, well, that's not a good thing. That's well, it, not for anybody. That's the only no, thing. I, I re- that's the only thing I regret. It's like, yeah, no, I really, didn't, time. I really didn't need to see sad. him's last breath, and yeah. it gives yeah, the right. air got sucked out of him. The blood mm-hmm. flow of his body yeah. was not there. Yeah. His face looked like it was just like all ashen and. It it, yeah. it looked like he literally lost fifteen pounds on yeah. his face. Yeah, yeah. and. His eyes were still open. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I know. Why do I need to yeah, see I, that? That's yeah, disgusting. I, it's not right. It's not. It, you don't want to remember him that way. You want to remember him alive. So a lot of people have a, uh, they have a memorial. They have a picture of the person in the, when they were alive. And some people don't even have an open casket. They have a closed casket because they don't want to see him. That's, that's not their parent. It's their parent, but it's not, you know. Yeah. The life is gone. They're, they're different now. They're not, they don't have that life and that energy in them. They're dead now, so it's a different outlook. No, I understand that. Yeah, I get it. Sure, yeah. but I forgave my slip. But a lot of people don't realize I forgive my own mother, uh-huh. even, even my adopted mother, because we actually think that something happened to her as a teenager. Right. right. So she at that point she had no other choice, she or something, something happened to okay, her. So it wasn't it wasn't because of you. It's not she was mad. No, she just couldn't afford you or. It just wasn't a good time in life, or no, I'm not. No, I'm not, not talking really about my birth mother. I'm talking oh. about my adopted mother. Oh, because okay. I really don't know the story about behind my adopted oh. mother. I just know that my birth father was probably a doctor. Okay, so it was okay. like an infidelity and uh, like having an, uh, an extra affair, right? And he probably okay. knocked up a nurse or someone on the street, mm-hmm. and he tried to pay them off, and then they had me, and then she had, they abandoned me in the in the apartment, okay, of some okay. sort. Yeah, but when my Adopted mother, you know, I can't. I just pot. I mean, I was like, you know, she is what she is. Yeah, there's something okay. probably happened to her mm-hmm. as a teenager. Yeah, because theory goes that people who can't relate to people at a certain age level, mm-hmm. something might have happened at her, that person's age level. Okay, so maybe she can't relate to people who are older than 12 or 14 years old because something that happened to her. Mm-hmm. As a teenager, like a fifteen, sixteen year old in order. Mm-hmm. So so I I accepted both of my parents uh inner demons. Mm-hmm. But I was right. kinda like but I'm more like, you know I'm more forgivable kind of guy. Okay. It's good. Because no, people are just good. yeah, it takes a lot to do that. It really does. I mean I I have in trouble with it sometimes too. I've got a bunch of stuff I ain't gonna mention anything, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's hard to do, but sometimes you have to do it. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, if anyone's out there who's struggling, 
what life and parents. Mm-hmm. Remember, your parents are never going to be perfect. No. And it's okay. Yeah. Accept their faults and understand that. Mm-hmm. They're doing the best they can for what it is, you know. I mean, they're all different. Well, understand that your parents were one at one, mm-hmm. at one time were little kids. Exactly, yeah. And then they were young, once teenagers mm-hmm. and once in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And if you're like 25 years old and your parents are like 40. Yeah. You remember that. You might be yeah, 20, right. but your parents were 20 at the time. At the time so mm-hmm. if you're a teenager and you have bad parents, remember, you probably didn't have a good life or something happened. Or right, yeah. Something. So mm-hmm. if you get into a situation, yeah, you can always reach out to somebody yeah, else. There you go. Yeah. Or another family member mm-hmm. reach out for help. That's why I would do it. Mm-hmm. And because you you're never going to have enough time to to be project to your family members mm-hmm. because someday they're going to die. Yeah. So that's, if you that's hold imperative, sure, right? Yeah. If you hold grudges too long, it's mm-hmm. probably yeah. going to budge you in the rear yeah. end. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Either will. Mm-hmm. Or you know, my sister number one may never forgive my father, our father. Okay. okay. So she may always be that resentful mm-hmm. ah. or revenge personality. Call it more revenge personality. Okay. She's probably happy that she doesn't have to deal with this no more. Yeah. That's, that's, she's, it's, it's yeah, she's doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, <coughs> all right, folks. We're going to just wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, it's like the 48th minute, 49th minute. I don't want to go linger about yeah. death. But the right. purpose of this podcast was to actually... I express my thoughts and ideas about what my parents were about and what how mm-hmm. I develop as a person and why I have forgiven people for the way the things have been done because no one's perfect. Right, yeah. Life is about trying to figure things out in the best ability mm-hmm. and living your best life and living with your best life with the family that you, family family that you love. Yeah, exactly. So I'd like to thank Ron for showing up to the show. Hey, glad to be here, Dre. Good talk here. I'd like to thank uh, Scotty for taking naps. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Listening Appreciate to that. the show. Yeah. Put him right to sleep. Yeah, we did. <laughs> were good. He was like, oh, this is a good spot to relax. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised you didn't just lay down. Yeah. But uh, thank you for all you guys that listened out there. It was great. Uh, yeah, Dre. Listen um, to yeah, him. Um, my condolences, buddy. I need Thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate it. May you rest in peace. Uh, listen to the podcast on the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Uh, anywhere that you get your podcast shows from, or any um, uh, platforms out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podfriend, whatever. Uh, this was actually live at one time, or on Podbean.com. So, right. uh, I like to think Buzzsprout as well, because I started with them, and I, yeah. So cool. Thanks. Peace. Love. Probably going to do another podcast about yeah. the Detroit Lions with my buddy Parlay Sean. Parlay Sean's coming. So oh, yeah. sometime soon. Yeah. All right. Peace. See ya.